Thank you for listening to the program. I want to read out of the prophet Isaiah. He wrote this uh, in chapter 26, 700 years before Christ came. He says, and I quoted the verse, I I probably have several times, I don't know, it's uh, a really known verse, I guess. Verse 3, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. He will bring down them that dwell on high the lofty city and lay it low, even to the ground, even to the dust. The foot shall tread it down. But the way of the just is uprightness, and the way of righteous judgments is the Lord, and we've waited for thee. Our desire, our soul is to thee. And with my soul I desire at night, and the spirit within me I'll seek you early in the morning, and let favor be showed. And he go, all this is about here, if you look at the context of it, the verse, which kind of needs to be done with any verse, um, unless you're in Proverbs, and even then. Uh, but the context of any given verse is the entire Scripture, basically. So he says, in, think of Revelation in chapter 24, just right before this. Uh, it'll come to pass in that day the Lord will punish the host of the high ones, those that are on high, the kings of the, uh, upon the earth. And they'll be gathered together as prisoners in a pit, shut up in prison. The moon will be confounded, the sun ashamed, and the Lord of hosts will rule in Mount Zion. See, that was the promise they believed in. And Jeremiah and I think Isaiah, uh, both, the, the thing was, when Messiah comes, he will put his spirit into us, and we will be able to keep his commandments and not be overthrown anymore. That's basically the promise of the spirit. When Messiah comes, he'll put his spirit into us, and we'll be able to keep his commandments. And that's why they were time after time, or at least a couple of major times, thrown out and or defeated or uh, put down and this and that because they wouldn't trust in him. Well, what about everything? I don't know. What, whatever you know that he said, whatsoever is not of faith is sin, basically what is that, and it's a problem. If it's not of faith, what's that? Well, it's what he says. So they're looking for him to come, and I'm still convinced, even though when he came, it became all about, like even Peter said, look, you cannot die, forget about being born again, just stay here, rule the world, deliver us from Rome, keep us alive, heal us, and forgive our sins, and why won't that work? And he called him Satan, because if he didn't do that, nobody would ever live they're going to live forever anyway. Nobody dies. You just move locations. But he's talking about making us him. And that's man's first wish out of the box. I want to be God. Well, that's not a bad thing. But not by disobeying him. That's sort of uh, is deceived and not know it. But um, here, 
Isaiah is looking forward to that. They all were. And if they believed that when he came then, it separated those that truly did believe and those that truly didn't. Though I think most all of them, Jews, would say, oh, yeah, we, we believe what Isaiah, Jeremiah said. Messiah come, call him everlasting father. He'll be God. He'll grow up as a, a child, a virgin will conceive. And yeah, we believe all that. So it comes and happens right in their face. And, oh, no, that's why we can't believe. And they cite all those reasons. Well, we know your parents. Well, you're just son of a carpenter. We watch you grow up. I, it's, it's really mind-boggling, I guess, is the best term. But here, this verse is said in that context. So for us today, almost 3,000 years later, uh, it's... I wanted to try to make it apply to today and try to start off and say it's not just your mind stayed on him. Is that perfect peace? Well, not really. If you're all of a sudden your attention has to go to something else, you're still going to be in perfect peace. I can sit and meditate on him or think of him and, oh, yeah, that's a lot better and even will purify a person. But does it give you shalom is the word shalom? And I've listened to the Jewish preacher. It's not my thinking. That word means to them, actually back when, as it were, it would mean when that day comes, when Messiah comes, when we're delivered, our Savior, our Deliverer, when he comes, the Lamb of God, Isaiah 53 here, see. And, and uh, then they believed that. So to believe that, was by faith, like he said, the Lord said to him, the Spirit has been with you, but he shall be in you, or else you will have no life. So they still, they had that Spirit with the Hebrews, uh, chapter 11, the heroes of faith, so-called. I mean, look at the faith they had that was given to them. It is by the faith of the Spirit, whether it's around you or in you. But when it's in you, you're born again. You're a new creature. You still have the old soul of the old man and his deeds going around like 90 miles an hour around you like a whirlwind. But it, but yeah, you, you still, you you hide in him. And that thou wilt keep, that means literally that you he will guard you he will watch you and it's not like keep his eyes on you to see if you're doing no it's like somebody say here's my uh dad's gold watch would you keep that for me well you know what they mean and that's what he means thou will keep him him is put in there but that's what he's saying whoever open the gates ye righteous nation which keep the truth and that you may enter in that's looking forward to it. Now we look backward to it, and all I can think and the way I look at it is when you're out of order with him in the old nature, you're, as it were, not born again. You are, and you belong to him, yeah. But like James says, you're, you become an adulterer. You become an enemy of God if you do that. And we all know, I know how that feels. It's horrible to be against God doing wrong and knowing it and don't try to stop or I don't know how that can even happen. And you, you, when you're close to him, that's kind of how you should feel is how could that? Because like John said, the new creature doesn't sin. And it, it's, it's not perfection as it were, but it's at least in love. That's what he's talking about. And that's what he said. Uh, 
not one A, one B, one Z. It's just what do you want us just one thing, abide in my love and keep my commandments. And my commandment is love each other like I love you, and that's without condition. And that's literally said specifically to believers, but like Paul said, as much as possible, be at peace with all men. Uh, anyway, um, here, uh, the that verse is in the context of that. So when we're out of order, which I was for years and years, completely, I had talked myself into the fact I just couldn't forgive everybody and have no bitterness. I don't know, somehow somebody had to fail, and I guess that'd be me. That's how I felt. And that's that's real sick, really, just to be honest with you. But it's victim mentality. And it's not believing. That's why James says you're calling him a liar to say that. You're double-minded. He said that's the problem, not him. And there's three clear places, and a fourth one basically is clear, where the Lord said, and it said, if you want it with all your heart and you don't doubt, it will be done for you. Ask and you will receive what? He had just said, don't judge each other. And that's simply a way of saying you have unconditional love for people. You hate what they do and say that's wrong, uh, sin. That's the beginning of the wisdom of, of God, the fear of and hatred of evil. God hates that. But the spirit in and of the person that God made before we ever lived our lives at all or not or what, that you have to go back to that. How can you hate that? How do you know? God knows. He made that spirit, put it together, and each one and every one's different, just like snowflakes, I guess, but a little more than that. But but he says, see, in that way of us, then, that's how I look at that, and, and it's true. But perfect peace is shalom. It has to do with he's the kingdom. It's not saying, well, we got to be like them and look. And we do. We look for the kingdom still, him to come and rule the world. It'll be a great day. But he's the kingdom, literally put. Like he said to Peter, James, John, I'll show you myself coming in the kingdom before you die. And all they saw was him standing on the mountaintop brighter than the sun. And so here, if we trust in him, not and they looked, what would be the main thing that they would talk about a dad to a son at this time of Isaiah? Well, what's that mean, dad, uh, the Messiah coming? What's going to be the big thing there? Well, the answer should be, oh, he puts his spirit into us. Uh, well, I, I heard about him ruling the world and stuff. What about that? Well, that's true. But the main thing is that's all important. The kingdom lasts for a certain time. We know that now, a thousand years. But uh, no matter how you looked at that, still the important thing had to be having the Spirit of God put into you and having a new spirit and the old one not in control of you anymore unless you choose for that nature. And that's so easy to do. It's not even funny. It's like being married to him and the honeymoon all of a sudden's over. Well, how'd that happen? I don't know. But it does, and it takes a while if, and struggle to get back to it. But here, if you look at it that way, then he will guard and protect those that their mind is stayed on him and his promise of shalom, perfect peace. Right now you have it. If you believe and know 
this truth of him coming then for them before for us that he has that he lives in us that he will return and do all the rest of what is given in daniel and other prophecies the lord himself saying that he would do but he did not even 99 percent well of it he did the all-important thing and that's make the way to make us alive and it had to be lived out and played out why be made sin and die and then well well, just forget me living in people even though I died for that. No, see, that's, and so that's how profoundly important this life is to a believer. It's such an opportunity not to invest in ourselves down here and, and in, in terminal things, but in the heart of love down here. It's not that you can't enjoy life here. I think anybody would have said about him during his life, surely would have said, oh, he enjoys life more than anybody else. Uh, really, in a way, we don't even hardly know how. And, and I, if not, who are you going to say that about anyway? So, but if your mindset, that means your objective, your worldview as it were kind of not really but but your mind your your mindset your is stayed is the word lean on like lean not on your own understanding but on on his and it's to stand up but it'd be like standing and you say you're on a kind of unbalanced area there and so you reach out and just i've done it hiking standing on a place you reach out and just kind of a little more than touch the rock beside you, but you're not hanging on to where you're leaning on it, 45 degree. You're just stayed by it, like those stays there again in the fence. But your mind is is standing and leaning on the God because the man or him trust in God, period. Trust ye in the Lord forever because he'll bring down the high and tread them down and with my soul, I desire thee and desire that. They wanted that. And Isaiah didn't live to see it. And it hasn't. He's came. And <laughs> did the all-important thing. But by the time he came and his own men and Peter even came and said, you know, just give us everything but that. <laughs> the promise of the Spirit, a new heart. Well, like someone said here a couple of weeks ago to me, I, I think the reason for that is it doesn't seem natural, but it is, and because it's too condemning to say you have that choice to be Him, to be like Him, be Him as you, a seat, yeah, or to be yourself, to, and that's defined as in not enjoying a sunset or a, a cup of ice cream or laughter. It's not that. It's... I have the right to love if I want. If I don't, I won't. You forgive me, I forgive you. You don't, I won't forgive you. That kind of, he calls it darkness. And I don't know. I, I know I wind up saying the same thing every time. But that, so you think of that. He will guard and protect us if your mind has stayed that way. That's your mindset. And you're doing it. You're standing on him by trusting in him and not doubting and it will happen that's what i'm saying he says that literally out, outright don't doubt and and if you're so he'll keep you that way so you say then the issue becomes here uh what is that how do you get your mind if it's you die to the old self 
and your mind then is standing up. You are standing in him and you hold on to him and you trust in him to keep you that way. And he says he will watch you and guard you from anybody taking you. You're in my hand. I'm in the Father's hand. Nobody can take me. But in the way of sanctification, we can open the door and kind of walk out and try to keep our foot in the door, keep it open, look around a little bit and come back in or something. I don't know what, but it can get lost in sin and the world, even though you belong to him. I know, I know, I, I, I don't have to have anybody. I, I had a full upfront lesson on that personally myself, knowing how bad it can be. I was never in perfect peace. And I tried to think of him and prayed and did that experiment. And it led to where I'm at today. But it sure wasn't the experiment of trying to think of him as much every day as I could every minute. And you can't. But so uh, it, it's more than that, way more than that. And and he convicted me of it's not something like that. It's you giving up your unforgiveness and your bitterness and your judgment of others, give it up or else we'll never be close like you want. That was in words what I was convicted of. And I woke up, and he says to believers in several places, wake up to believers, Church of Laodicea, same thing. You're blind and think you can see. Wow, how blind are you? And see, it's so easy to... I don't know. Everybody knows for themselves it's the only way. But if you are that way and your mind is right with him, your objective is knowing him, loving him, and his spirit being in you, that's what they should have looked at, and that's what all there is to look at it before he came or after. It's, it's even more so now. He lives in us. But that's our mindset, and we're doing that, and we're standing and leaning on him, trusting in him. By faith you do it. By faith you die to the old man. Like Paul said, you reckon yourself, by faith is what he means, you reckon yourself dead unto sin in that way, and he'll raise you up in newness of life every day. That's what he's, and the Lord said, be crucified daily, every day. Deny yourself, and that's really deny yourself, not what you want, it's deny yourself, and you be who he is, and then that, it's so easy to think, well, you can't enjoy nothing then. <laughs> no, it's not true. It's not true at all. In fact, I didn't know what enjoying anything was the other way. And I still, it's a struggle every day. I, it's, like Paul said, it's it's not over. But So anyway, trust in the Lord forever for that. And if your mind stayed on him, he'll guard you and protect you. For, nobody's going to take you out. But if you go over there and open the door as it were, he won't stop you. And I don't know. It's better just to stay inside there and trust in the Lord forever. For in him is everlasting strength. <laughs> He'll bring down the high and mighty. And we, even as believers, there's enough there said about that too. That's not just lost people. We ourselves are responsible to him and we can like james said it, it's a little rough but that's what it is and he'll bring us it that part of us will be consumed in the trial by fire i'm in my opinion uh he'll bring him down here it literally about the the armies of the army of the antichrist and satan and all that and, and against him in the day like in revelation that's literally what 
he's going to be doing because Isaiah knew, they knew that Jacob's troubled. Three and a half, the, the, Daniel gave the prophecy, they'd sign the treaty. Seven years, last three and a half, it'd be broken and all that. That's Jacob's trouble when they would be killed. Like the Lord said, if I didn't come back, be none left and, and all that. They knew all that. And that's what they're referring to here. The earth is utterly broken. Uh, the earth is moved exceedingly. The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard. And, well, that, that all of it will come to pass in that day. And in that day, that's the day of the Lord. That, there's no question about that. That's what he's talking about. So this verse for us, I have to look at it like looking in the rearview mirror, but it's still even more so that our mind, our soul, our thinking sh should be our our view is this, to be in shalom, perfect peace with him. And he will guard us from the outside. We have to guard our heart, ourself, and trust in him to be there and do it. Like Paul said, he wants and, and love to know his love, depth, height, and length with his the depth of his love and he's fully able to do it we have to choose to die to the old way and not be afraid that's i i guess that's what it was i don't know i've tried to think about it i don't really worry about it because it, he woke me up and that was the issue but i wonder sometimes why why was i so sure that i couldn't do it because i was afraid not to have that strength because from early on think about it as a little kid before you even know what you're doing, you learn that people can lie to you. They can hurt your feelings. They can. It's about them, not you. And da da da. And sibling rivalry, and 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 not even trusting your parents. All that stuff happens. Don't even know the. You know. It, that, but the scripture, and then all that. You go way on up to being born again, and Him living in you as a new creature, and all that. That's who He's talking to here. He'll keep you. He'll guard you. That's not to worry about. And you'll have shalom, perfect peace in the fact they were saying when he comes, it'll be so good, won't it? We'll have his spirit. We'll be God and we'll live. He'll rule the world. And he's in our hearts. So it's a supreme extreme test. What's really, really, really important to a person like Peter? What was really important to him? Well, he had it backwards. It wasn't being born again, or he wouldn't. He didn't know what he was saying, and and so the Lord did, and we. That's hard for them to trust him in that. I guess it was for Peter anyway, but so it's kind of hard to trust him. That we have to die to ourselves, die, and deny and be like him. No, be him, be us, not like him, and he's not able to be identical twins that's what i'm saying that it's we just have this wrong con well god can't do that god, <laughs> no he can do anything well he can do it no he's already done it all that's what i mean it's it's everywhere that's the rabbi's wisdom they talk about the creation has layers of information and wisdom that show god his handiwork and i i believe in essence what they're saying i don't know Exactly. Sometimes there, you know, people get carried away. There's 70 layers that way, well, you know, I don't know.
but but it is like that you peel back and you look and you just the more you experience and the older but your mind has to be stayed on him you have to trust in him for that mindset of having perfect peace because you trust him and you're seeking the righteousness of god not your own and that's so easy to do i'm not convicting anybody my own self uh it was so hard i don't know and and it's a struggle now but then it was i don't know it's be like being drowned or suffocated uh just it's so hard but i do appreciate you listening to the program but that is a great promise if you can stay your mind on him he'll protect you and keep you in perfect peace and it's all done by trusting in him forever thank you for listening to the program